You're listening to a podcast from Victory. Discover what it means to be the church in week four of the Apostles' Creed. So ngayon pong araw na to, tayo po ay uh, magpapatuloy sa ating Apostles' Creed at ang topic po natin is about the church. Sabihin niyo the church. Okay, do you appreciate this church? This is what we call our local church. And this is victory. We exist to honor God and make disciples. And we always say that because that's who we are and that is our mission and that is our vision. And as a member of this church, every one of us must take into heart that this is who we are. Because unless we know who we are and where we are going to go and what we are supposed to do, hindi tayo masasabing kabilang talaga sa local church na ito. Dahil napakahalaga po na alam natin kung ano yung direksyon na tinatahak ng ating church. Amen. We put it in these words, we exist to honor God and make disciples. Pero yan po yung nakasulat sa Matthew chapter 28, saying, go and make disciples of all nations. Dahil kung wala ho tayong mission, walang saysay. Yung atin pong pagtitipon sa lugar na ito, para lamang ho tayong social club. And so, nais ko pong mapaunawa sa inyo, dahil sa ito yung ating topic ngayon. Okay? Gusto ko pong ang inyong buong atensyon dahil napakahalaga po ng ating pag-uusapan sa oras na ito. Probably kung first time po ninyong dumalo, or I mean, first time ninyong maabutan yung ating series, hindi kayo nakapagsimula doon sa una pa lang, ito po yung pang-apat na. Okay? Yung una ay ano? I believe. I believe in God the Father. Okay? Pinag-usapan natin, our Father God, yung Trinity. Father, tapos yung pangalawa is Jesus Christ. Second is the Holy Spirit. At ito po yung pangatlo is the church. Doon po sa Apostles' Creed nating binasa, I believe in the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints. And maybe you are wondering, why is it that the word Holy Catholic Church is there? Hindi ba tayo ay hindi naman tayo uh, bahagi ng Roman Catholic? Alam po ninyo, if we are going, this is already my, uh, my prelude, okay, before I jump into my message. Kung titignan po natin yung word na Catholic, okay, mas nauna po yung Apostles' Creed before the Roman Catholic Church. Ito po yung journey ko labang kayo para mas lalo ninyong maintindihan, okay? Meron pong Greek, yung word na Catholicos, titignan natin yung origin ng word, okay? Yung pong dalawang word na kata, okay, sabihin nyo kata. At saka yung salitang holos, okay? Pinagsama po yung word na yan. Ang ibig sabihin ng kata is with respect to. Okay? Tapos yung salitang holos, ibig sabihin niya ay whole. Sabihin niyo whole. Saan galing yan? Dito ho yan sa Romans chapter 16 verse 13 at sa marami pang passages sa Bible na sinasabi na whole church, okay, sa 1 Corinthians 12 at saka 1 Corinthians 4 is whole body. Sa Colossians 2.19 is whole body again. And then Ephesians 2.21 is whole structure. Sabihin, eh, so ang ibig sabihin po na pag pinagsama yung word na yan, Catholicos, meaning universal. Kung tatagalogin po natin, ang ibig sabihin tumutukoy sa pangkalahatan o sa kabuuan. So kapag in-English mo yan ay universal. Nakuha po ba din yung ibig kong sabihin? Okay, so mula pa lamang doon sa panahon ng ating Panginoon dahil si Jesus ang nagtayo ng church, okay? Tapos, pinasa po sa mga apostles ng Panginoon. And down the line, 150 years after the death of the apostles, ay nagkaroon tinatawag na Apostles' Creed. Okay? Pag sinabi pong Christianity, ibig sabihin po niyan is Catholic. 
Dahil universal, dahil iisa lang naman ang denomination ng Christian noon. Amen. Sa nagsimula yan, of course, kay Jesus Christ. Now, in the late Latin, yung kung Catholicos ay naging Catholicus. And in Old French, ito po ay Catholic. At in modern, in late Middle English, it, doon po nabuo yung salitang Catholic. Okay? So, Catholicus muna. Then, naging Catholicus, yung Old French ng Catholic, yung pagpronounce niya. Okay? Q-U-E, Catholic. Then, it became Catholic in late Middle English. Nakuha po ninyo yung ibig sabihin niyan. Okay. So, ang ibig sabihin po niyan, in short, pag sinabing Catholic, it is universal. Sa simula pa lamang, lahat ng mga Kristiyano is Catholic. Not Roman Catholic, but Catholic. Now, titignan ho natin by history kung saan po ba nagsimula yung Roman Catholic. Okay. During the second century, 280, doon lumabas yung Apostles' Creed. Nakasulat na yung Holy Catholic Church. It is not an, it, it is, it is a more of a descriptive word of the church instead of being a category. Dahil isa lang naman ho noon ang Christianity. Hindi po kalat-kalat. Meron pong five centers ng Christianity. One located in Rome. Second is yung church in Jerusalem. Church in Alexandria. Church in Antioch. And church in Constantinople. Eventually, yung tatlong centers, yung Jerusalem, Alexandria, and Antioch, Nawala ho yan. Okay? Ang natira na lamang itong sa Rome at saka sa Constantinople. Yung Rome Church at saka yung Constantinople Church. Now, during the AD 440 to 460, si Bishop Leo declared his preeminence and of Rome. Dahil nagkaroon po ng, you know, church is also imperfect. Nagkaroon ng parang kung sino yung mas mataas sa kanilang dalawa dahil sila lamang po yung natira. So si Bishop Leo, Bishop siya nun, okay, declared his preeminence and of Rome. So gusto niyang siya yung maging hierarchy kaysa doon sa Constantinople. So doon po pumapasok, siya ay para maitaas niya yung Rome at yung kanyang sarili as higher than Constantinople Church, siya ay ginawang bishop o ginawa po siyang pope. Ang ibig sabihin ng Pope is the Vicar of Christ in Tagalog, kapalit ni Kristo. Okay? So, siya yung tinatawag na visible head. Si Jesus Christ ang tinatawag nilang invisible head. So, madali salita, nakapasok yung nagkaroon ng dalawang head ng church instead of just one. Okay? Now, during AD 1054, nagkaroon ng mutual excommunication. Anong ibig sabihin yan? Kasi nagkaroon ng tunggalian yung dalawa. Okay? So, sabi ng Constantinople Church, we excommunicate you. At ang sabi naman ng Rome Church, we also excommunicate you. Nag-get suba ninyo yung eksena? Okay, nagkaroon ng mutual excommunication. Ang nangyari po ngayon, yung sumunod na kabanata, doon po ginamit ng Rome, Roman Church, Rome, Church in Rome, yung the word Catholic and they use it exclusively for them. Okay? While the word Catholic means universal, okay, yung five centers of Christianity, lahat yung Catholic, then they made it exclusively for them, Roman Catholic Church, at yun naman pong Constantinople Church ay naging Russian Orthodox Church. Ano ibig sabihin ng Orthodox? They remain to the original doctrine of the Church. It is when 
they started exalting themselves na nakapasok po yung Roman Catholic Church and they made it exclusive for themselves. At dito nang nagsimula ngayon yung iba't ibang klase ng mga doctrine that is not fully in the Bible. So naglabas si Bishop Leo ng iba't ibang katuruan that is extra biblical. Kaya if you went into your theology in your colleges, makikita nyo there are three sources of doctrine of the Catholic Church. First is the Bible, second is the teaching of the church or the tradition, and the third is the teaching of the Pope. So when the Pope said something, even if it is not in the scripture, it would become part of the doctrine of the Roman Catholic Church. Si Martin Luther ay part po siya ng Roman Catholic Church. Siya po ay isang monk. Now when he found out, nung napakarami mga doctrines na naging additional, dito na pumasok na yung Immaculate Conception, Prayer for the Dead, yung Purgatory, na may Purgatory pala kahit it's not in the Bible. Later on, nagsipasukan na yung mga teachings na ito. Okay? And then, hindi na matiis ni Martin Luther, kaya siya ay nagkaroon ng tinatawag na, siya inexcommunicate dahil inexpose niya yung mga maling doctrine na ito. He had no really intention of getting out, he just would like to correct the mistakes done. Pero, of course, ito yung consequence, inexcommunicate siya noong 1521 AD. Pag-excommunicate sa kanya, ito na pong naging resulta, pumasok po yung tinatawag na Protestantinism, Nagkaroon ng Lutheran, Evangelical, Baptist, Methodist. So dyan na po nagsimula na kumalat. Satanungin nyo kung saan nanggaling ang Iglesia ni Cristo, nanggaling po yan doon sa Methodist. Okay? Nag, parang nagrebelde sila doon sa Methodist and uh, nagkaroon na rin ng extra-biblical sila kaya lumabas sila doon kaya naging INC sila. Nakapunin yung ibig kong sabihin. So from the very beginning, mula doon sa tinayo ni Jesus together with the Apostles, okay, doon po nagsimula yung Catholic, kaya nga doon sa Apostles' Creed, narin yung the word, the Holy Catholic Church. And you see, ang layo, 2nd century, yung Holy Catholic Church, at pagdating ng 10th century, ay doon pa lamang pumasak yung Roman Catholic Church, and they made it exclusive to themselves, so that they will have preeminence over the Constantinople Church. Ako po ninyo. So, yan po yung history. So, ngayon naiintindihan nyo na. Amen ba? Palapaan natin si Lord. So we are talking about holy Catholic Church, holy in such a way that Christ built it. Okay? Catholic because it must be universal. Now, ibig sabihin, kahit na galing sa ibang denomination, okay, they believe in Christ, or they believe, ito po yung tinatawag irreducible minimum. Kasi pag sinabing body of Christ, hindi tayo exclusive. Ang victory isa lamang sa tinatawag ng mga local church. Okay? We are not the universal church. We are part of the universal church. We are one local church. And there are so many fellowships. There are so many uh, religion as well, just like the Baptist, the Methodist, the Protestant, who are part of the body of Christ. Now, meron tayong mga differences. Okay? Halimbawa, tayo, we believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Others don't believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Now, but what is truly essential? It's things that we cannot really compromise. Una, yung Apostles' Creed. Na kung sasalain nyo pa yung Apostles' Creed, dalawa ho ang matitira na hindi po pwede mo talagang i-compromise. The irreducible minimum. What is that? Ipo yung tinatawag na Trinity. Ibig sabihin, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And the three are one, the Trinity. And second, being saved by grace through Christ Jesus. Amen. Meaning, that's the message of the gospel. So it is focused on God and 
we believe that there is one God in three persons, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and then the message of the gospel that is us being saved by the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That is the irreducible minimum. If other denominations believe on that, Therefore, they are part of the universal body of the Lord Jesus Christ. Kayo man ay mapunta sa ibang bansa, kinakailangan malaman nyo, higit sa lahat, yung dalawang yan. Okay? For you to be part of it. We may have some differences with other denominations in terms of minor things. Okay? But nevertheless, yung dalawang yun na hindi natin po pwedeng i-compromise. Amen? Now, when it comes to the word iglesia or, or church, it came from the Greek word ecclesia which means the assembly of those who have been called out of the world to follow Jesus Christ. Okay? Yung iba naman, kasi sa Tagalog yan, iglesia. Yung iba naman, ginamit naman, pinarehistro sa SEC, at sinabi lang sila yung tunay na iglesia. Samantalang yan ay galing sa Greek word, nang ibig sabihin lang, church, yung the word ecclesia. Ibig sabihin yan, the called out ones, in summary. Mga taong tinawag mula sa kadiliman at dinala sa kaliwanagan para maglingkod sa ating Panginoong Heso Kristo. Amen. So, ang church ay hindi isang building. Ang church ay tayo, mga tao na tinubos ng banal na dugo ng ating Panginoon. Amen. Say this with me, we are the church. Again, we are the church. Yan. Tayo po yung nakikita ninyo, tayo, we are the church. But remember this, as I said last week, God knows who are His. Because in this church, you can pretend to be Christian. You can raise your hands, you can sing, but only God knows what is in your heart. Amen. We have this spiritual church, okay? Na si Jesus lang ang nakakaalam, kasi ako, kung titignan ko, lahat tayo rito, Kristiyano. Tignan mo yung katabi mo, di ba, Kristiyano yan? Ah, sa itsura pa lang, Kristiyano na. Diba? Pero higit sa lahat, alam lang Diyos kung sino yung mga tunay talagang Kristiyano. Yun yung tinatawag na ito, spiritual church. Okay? Now, tumayo po tayong lahat dahil magsisimula na tayo. <laughs> okay, handa na po ba kayo? The Apostles' Creed. Sabay-sabay po nating basahin. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to hell. The third day He rose again from the dead. He ascended to heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there He will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Now, basahin naman po natin sa Matthew 16, verse 16 to 19. Simon Peter replied, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. Manalangin po tayong lahat. Lord, samahan mo po kami sa oras na ito, and we ask the power of your Holy Spirit to give us divine understanding of your word. Holy Spirit, minister to each and every one of us, enlighten us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. 
Palakpan po natin ang Panginoon. <laughs> okay, so ang pinag-uusapan po natin is the church. Okay? We believe in the Holy Catholic Church. We believe in the universal church and the communion of the saints. Okay, we are not just part of an institution which has already been considered as an institution because it has been in existence for, for, from the very time of our Lord Jesus Christ and together with the apostles. We also believe in the communion of the saints. Yung pagsasama-sama po natin. Ibig sabihin, there is a relationship that exists first between us and God and second is between each and every one of us. We are not just a mere church goers. We must learn to commune with one another. So if somehow what you are doing is that you are just coming here. Pagdating nyo dito, makinig kayo service, uwi na kayo, parang may kulang ho doon. You are just merely a church goer rather than communing with other believers. Amen. Now, titignan po natin yung mga talatang binasa natin kanina, the first one that I would like to raise is we have a strong church. Now, ang sabi po sa Matthew 16, verse 16 first, sabi Simon Peter replied, You are Christ, the Son of the living God. This was the time when Christ was asking His disciples, Sino sa palagay ninyo ako? And they made the different answers based on what people said. Now, so si Jesus, sumarap kay Peter, sabi niya, Who do you say I am? Ito yung sagot ni Peter. You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Now, it is a revelation. Dahil sabi ni Jesus, hindi ito ipinahayag sa iyo ng dugo at laman. Ito ipinahayag sa iyo ng aking amang suma sa langit. Meaning, Peter made the right confession, not out of head knowledge, but out of revelation from God. And it is in this context that the church was built up out of the revelation knowledge of who Christ is. And it must be that way for church to have a strong foundation. Amen. Now, pag sabi ni Peter, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God, ibig sabihin, out of that revelation that the Christ is built, it's based on the identity of Jesus Christ. Now, on verse 18, sabi nito, and I tell you, you are Peter. In Greek word, Petros, nang ibig sabihin ay stone. Stone. Sabi niya stone. Si Peter po ay hindi mahilig sa bato. Okay? Galing sa Greek word yung kanyang pangalan na Petros, nang ibig sabihin ay stone. And somehow, Christ used His name as an illustration to drive a point. Okay? And sabi niya, and on this, you are Peter, you are Petros, you are a stone. And on this rock, he referred to a big rock. And on this rock, in Greek word is Petra, is equivalent to big stone or rock. I will build my church. So yung pangalan po ni Peter is a stone, a small stone. And upon this rock, that rock is actually referring to Jesus Christ. That even if you go to the Old Testament, all the word rock here, the rock of all ages, is actually referring to Jesus Christ. Bakit? Kung kayo ay magtatayo ng bahay, sisiguruhin ninyo yun yung bahay ay may tatayo sa isang matibay na pundasyon. Tama ba? Okay? So, 
si Jesus yung pundasyon ng church at hindi si Peter. Dahil kung si Peter ang pundasyon ng church, matagal nang gumiba ang church. Maaaring hindi na nakarating sa ating panahon. Why? Dahil si Peter ay imperfect. Maraming siyang sablay sa kanyang buhay. It's not that we are highlighting that. It's just that I am saying that Christ is a better foundation in the best foundation because Jesus is the rock. And it's so comforting to know that Jesus is the foundation of the church. He is the builder of the church. Sabi niya, I will build my church. Now, in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 5 to 6, para makuha niya yung connection, okay? You yourselves like living stones. Sino tinutukoy dito? You yourselves are living stones. Tayo yun. Are being built as a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For it stands in Scripture, Behold, I am laying in Zion a stone, a cornerstone chosen and precious, and whoever believes in Him will not be put to shame. So yung binabanggit na cornerstone doon is being referred to as Him. Who is that cornerstone? That is Jesus Christ. Ano ibig sabihin ng cornerstone? Siya yung, mga na, siya yung stone na nasa corner. Ganun lang kasimple, huwag natin pahirapan. Parang hirap. Anong cornerstone? Hirap nun. Dahil siya yung stone na nasa corner. Siya yung may hawak. Okay? Siya yung nagkukunek sa lahat. Nakuha niyo yung ibig kong sabihin? Na kapag ka walang nagkukunek dun sa lahat ng iba pang mga bato, gigiba yung bahay. Okay? Yan ho kasi very pang kaya ginagamit ni Jesus yung word na yan dahil alam niyo sa Israel, pag napunta kayo, mga bahay doon, puro bato. Pag nakausap niyo sila, para rin mga, tayo sabihin ko, pagka, kwan, mga bato yung bahay doon eh. Kaya yung struktura doon, kaya pag sinabing cornerstone, naintindihan kagad nila. Nakon yung ibig ko pong sabihin. Okay. Sabi ng Ephesians chapter 2, verse 19 to 22. So then, you are no longer strangers and aliens. Tanyo na, hindi kayo alien Okay, maniniwala. Okay. So then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. Now, verse 20, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ himself being the cornerstone. That's why when this church started, naroon po yung mga apostles ng Panginoon with Jesus Christ being the chief cornerstone connecting all of these stones together. Amen. In whom the whole church being joined together, say joined together, grows into a holy temple in the Lord. In Him you are being built together. Say built together. So we were joined together, built together into a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. So kung tayo pala ay pinag-isa, pinagsama-sama, itinayo ang tanong sino ang nagtayo. Sinong nag-isa sa atin? Si Jesus, because Jesus is the cornerstone. Amen? He holds everything together in His hands. When He says, upon this rock, I will build my church. Hindi isang sino mang tao ang nagtayo ng church. If there's somebody that says, ako ang nagtayo ng tunay na church, naku po, kulto yun. Because walang ibang nagtayo ng church maliban si Yesu Cristo. Amen? Now, it is so comforting to know, okay, that we have a strong church because the strength of the church rests upon the builder of the church. And the builder of the church is, is Jesus Christ. 
So, nakatutuwa na tayo ay bahagi okay, ng isang living organism na kung saan si Kristo ang nagtayo, ibig sabihin, we feel the sense of security. Hindi ito isang organisasyon na sumulpot at eventually ay lilipas at mawawala. Maraming dinaanan na pagsubok ang church, nagkaroon pa nga ng division sa, mga, sa panahong tinukoy ko sa inyo kanina. Pero ang church ay nananatili. Ilang beses nang pinagtangkaang burahin ng Biblia sa kasaysayan ng mundo. Ilang beses nang pinagtangkaang ito'y sunugin at huwag nang mag pa. Pero hindi napigilan hanggang ngayon meron pa rin Bible. At ang Bible pa rin ang best-selling book of all time. Amen. Let's give God praise. Why? Because the builder of the church is none other than Jesus Christ. He is the Messiah that we have. And He gave us mission and He gave us message to proclaim into the world. All organization in this age will pass away, but the church of Jesus Christ will reign with Him forever and ever. Amen. If Jesus Christ will reign forever, and the Bible is saying, we will reign together with Him. Ibig sabihin, the moment na dumating si Christ at kinuha niya tayong will have a glorified body, babalik po tayo with the new heavens and new earth and we are going to reign with Christ forever. Church ang irarapture ni Jesus, hindi building na tusok-tusok. Amen. Church, ibig sabihin, it's not a building, it's people like you and me. Tayo ang kukunin ng Panginoon. Amen. Palakpahan natin si Lord. The strength of the church rests upon its builder, Jesus Christ. Sabi po ng Acts chapter 2, verse 42 to 43, They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, and to fellowship, and to breaking of bread, and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. So makikita nyo rito yung visible manifestations of the communion of the saints. Communion. Because... Church is all about relationship. Relationship first with God and relationship with one another. Kaya ito po during the early days of the church, ano pong ginagawa? Sabi nyo, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. So they did not stop at the point of just being saved. Kung tayo, sa isipan natin, ah, okay na ako, ligtas na naman ako eh. Dahil tinanggap ko na si Lord sa buhay ko, tapos na. Hindi po, hindi dapat nagtatapos doon. Because kung yung mga early believers, ganito yung kanilang ginagawa. They grew in the relationship with God and they grew in the relationships with one another. It's because they made themselves part of the church. Hindi lamang sila naging parte ng church. They involved themselves in the church and they serve God in the church. They grew together. Apostles teaching. So hindi sila huminto na makinig ng salita ng Diyos, mag-aral, madisciple, at hindi sila huminto na makipag-fellowship. At alam nyo noon, because may persecution na nagaganap, it is being done from house to house. Andiyan po kayo? House to house. Okay? Ibig sabihin, mas lalong closer yung kanilang relationship. Kasi mga small groups ang context nila eh. Kasi heavily persecuted sila. So, bawal yung magkaroon ng isang big gathering just like this. So, ginagawa sa house to house, may mga small groups doon. Kaya mas lalo yung fellowship nila sa isa't isa. Mas lalo silang nagkalapit, lumago sa kanilang personal relationship with God and to one another. Doon nila ginaganap yung breaking of bread, yung kanilang holy communion, at doon sila sama-samang nananalangin. Amen. 
So tayo po, we, we may have this big crowd right here. Okay? We have more than 1,200 people na, na gather dito every Sunday. And we thank you for that. And we salute you for doing that because this is part of our, of our worship before God. But I pray and I, and I hope and pray na hindi lamang ho sa ganitong big context tayo involved, maging part ho tayo ng mga small groups ho natin, makabuild tayo ng relationship in a small context at lumago tayo sa ating pananampalataya. That we learn to pray for one another. Kasi kung lone ranger ka lang, pagpasok mo rito tas uwi, ni may problema ka, wala kang mapagsabihan ng problema mo eh. Wala kang masabihan, sister, brother, pagpray mo naman ako. Kasi nag-iisa ka. And it's hard to grow if you are alone. Growth can easily be achieved in a group of people who desire to grow together in Christ. Amen. So I encourage you, kaya ako tayo may mga small group, be part of it. Kasi the most important, I should say, so we don't say the church is just an, a mere organization. It is a living organism. It continues to be alive, to be active, regardless of the time and days that passed by. It is still a living organism. Amen. Because it is founded and it is built by Christ Jesus Himself. Now, we say that this church is owned by Christ. This is Christ Church. So Matthew chapter 16, verse 18 to 19, sabi ron, And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Upon this rock, I will build my church. Sabi niyo, my church. That church is owned by Jesus. No one should take control of the church. Kahit we have this what you call local church, this is not being owned by Pastor Steve. Amen. This is not owned by me. This is not owned by Bishop Manny Carlos. This church is not owned by, by the apostolic team. This is not owned by anybody. Though this is a local church, this is still owned by Jesus Christ. Pinagkatiwalaan lang ho tayo ng bagay na ito. Kaya mas lalong matindi yung acting accountability. Now, First and foremost, it's nice to know that this church, because the foundation is Jesus, therefore this church is strong. And we have that confidence that no matter how long would it take until before or before Jesus Christ comes back again, this would continue to exist. Amen. Dahil it is a strong church, marami mang dinadanasang mga pagsubok ang church, marami din namang mga areas of weaknesses, but at the end of the day, the strength of God would still prevail upon the church because our strength rests upon the grace of God. And whenever we are weak, then we are strong because His grace is sufficient for us. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. That is the way when we come together in this place, maaring mabigat ang loob mo, maaring may problema ka, naguguluan ka, pero pagka nandito ka at sumasamba ka sa Panginoon, nararamdaman natin ang kalakasan ng Diyos sa buhay natin. Amen. Come on, let's give Him praise again. And this, since this church is owned by Jesus Christ, no one owns the church except Him alone. Greater, therefore, is our accountability. We don't go out destroying the church. Maaring merong hindi kayo gusto sa loob ng church. But don't go out and destroy the church because this is not owned by men. 
the church is owned by God. And if you are destroying the church, you are destroying what God owns. Sabi sa in Colossians chapter 1 verse 17 to 18. And He is before all things, and in Him all things hold together. And He is the head of the body. Say, head of the body. The church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything He might be preeminent. That's why in the history that I mentioned to you a while ago, in church in Rome, at church in Constantinople, nagtatalo sila who is in their, prominent, in their prominence and preeminence. Pero ang sinasabi dito, si Jesus namang pala dapat ang itaas, eh, hindi ang sino mang tao. Amen? No one can replace Jesus Christ in His church. Christ is irreplaceable. Though Jesus Christ may be invisible before our eyes because now He is at the right hand of the Father, but Jesus Christ, by the power of the Holy Spirit, will be with us until the end of the age. Amen? Though we don't see Him, literally, but Jesus Christ is here by the power of the Holy Spirit and He remains to be the head of the church. He is irreplaceable. Now, in the first Peter chapter 2, verse 9 to 10, sabi po, but you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for His own possession that you may proclaim the excellencies of Him who called you out of darkness into His marvelous light. Could you imagine? Because the church belongs to Christ. And we are the church. Hindi mo magandang tingnan at marinig na tayo ay pag-aari ng Diyos. Could you imagine God saying, You are mine. You are my possession. Ang mahirap noon kapag kasi satanas ang magsabi noon sa inyo. Ha? Ah, aking ka, kukunin na kita. <laughs> Could you imagine that? It's, you feel so secure knowing si Jesus mismo sinasabi niya, we are His possession. We belong to God. So, maraming isipin na, eh, so ano ngayon kung tayo ay sinabi ng Diyos na Kanyang pag-aari? That spells the big difference. That's why we can call God our Father. Amen. Dahil meron tayong relationship sa kanya. Now, sabi dito, but you are a chosen race. In other translation, chosen nation. O chosen people. Pinili tayo. Okay? Kakainaman doon, kahit si Jesus is the only begotten son, tayo is adopted son, but the good thing about being adopted son is being, we were all chosen by God. Not of our own merit, but out of His grace. Kasi wala naman talaga tayong merit eh. Amen? Wala tayong... We don't have any perfection in holiness at all. But by the grace of God, He still chose us because He forgave us, He gave us mercy and grace. Kaya tayo ngayon ay tinawag na chosen people of God. A royal priesthood. Ibig sabihin, makakatulog tayo sa trono ng Diyos and we can even pray to God and we can pray for other people because that's the role of the priest in the Old Testament. And we are a holy nation because we were redeemed by the blood of Christ. Yes, tayo makasalanan. Tayo nagkasala. But we can claim righteousness not because of our own merit but because of what Jesus Christ did on the cross. Kaya yung katabi mo, maaaring imperfect yan. Pero sa tingin ng Diyos, righteous siya. Parang hirap paniwalaan, di ba? Titingin ka sa salamin, titingin mo right, hindi mo ako talaga righteous eh. That truth should humble us, but at the same time, that truth should exalt Jesus. 
because yung katotohanan yung lalo nating nagagawang purihin ng Diyos, they, because there's enough reason to worship Him and to praise Him. Hindi tayo karapat-tapat, pero ginawa tayong karapat-dapat ng Diyos. What is the reason for that? Bakit tayo tinawag ng Diyos? Sabi nun, that you may proclaim the excellencies of Him who called you out of darkness into His marvelous light. Say, proclaim. Ang rason kung bakit tinawag tayo ng Diyos, pinatawad tayo ng Panginoon na magsisi tayo ng ating kasalanan, mula sa madilim na pamumuhay, dinala tayo ng Diyos sa kaliwanagan, ang dahilan is so that we can proclaim the excellencies of Him. And that excellencies was demonstrated on the cross. When Christ died and He rose again from the dead, and through His death, all of us might receive forgiveness if we accept what Christ did on the cross. That is the message that we need to proclaim. That Christ became man. Just like you and me, He died, He rose again from the dead. That's the message. That's the excellencies of Christ. Amen. Yun ang isang bagay na kapuri-puri. Sa harapan po ng bawat isa sa atin, kapuri-puri na katangian ng Diyos. Once you were not a people, hindi tayo tao ng Diyos dati. Kanino tayo? Kayo na mag-isip niyan. You were not a people. Once you were not a people. But now, you are God's people. Sabi mo sa tabi mo, we are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Dito natin mapapatunayan that indeed salvation is not by our own good works. Salvation is only product of God's grace. Ang kaligtasan ay bunga ng mayamang biyaya ng Diyos. Kaya wala tayong maipagmamalaki sa buhay natin. Kasi kung ang bait-bait mo na, tapos naligtas ka, pagdating sa langit, sasabi mo, Lord, karapat-dapat lang akong naririto. Kasi napakabait ko. Sa buong victory alabang, ako na yata ang pinakamabait. So dapat lang akong naririto. Magyayabang ka. Amen. But there's nothing that we can boast about. Praise God. We are part of the Church of Jesus Christ. Amen. Palakpan po natin ang Panginoon. Third, this church is a victorious church. Sabi ng verse 18, And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Pag sinabi pong hell, ano ibig sabihin nun? The gates of hell. Ito po yung teritoryo ng jablo at ng mga demonyo. The gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. At verse 19, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatever you lose on earth shall be loose in heaven. So Christ even gave us the authority to unlock all the things that God has freely given us. We have received the authority from Jesus. The fact is we are seated in Christ in heavenly places. Sabi ni Jesus, all authority has been given to me. Go and make disciples of all nations. Because Jesus possesses that authority, and that authority is also being given to us. Ano ibig sabihin ng susi? Para saan ba ang susi? Ang sasakyan, hindi mo mapapandar pag walang susi. Tama ba? Ang bahay, hindi mo mabubuksan kapag wala yung susi. God has given us a lot of things in Christ Jesus brought about by His victory. God has, is giving us or has given us the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Yung susi. To unlock all the blessings that God has given us. 
all the spiritual blessings that God has given to all of us. Even the victory of Christ on the cross binigay sa atin so that we can have victory over the affairs of men as well. Kung ikaw ay nagtatrabaho, you claim victory. Amen. Kung ikaw ay nag-aaral, you claim victory. Kung ikaw ay merong endeavor ngayon, you can claim victory and exercise your faith because you have the key. If the enemy is disturbing you, you command the enemy and you bind the enemy to get out of your life and he will follow in Jesus' name. Amen. Because you have the key. Sabi ng Matthew chapter 5, verse 4 to 5, For everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Tinapos na ni Jesus yung laban, binigay na sa atin yung tagumpay, at ang tingin niya sa atin ay mapagtagumpay kahit hindi pa tayo gumagawa ng anything, mapagtagumpay ng tingin sa atin ng Diyos because Jesus is an overcomer and we are one with Christ. Amen. The only thing that we have to do is to exercise our faith on the finished work of Christ. That is why it is impossible to please God without faith. Who is it that overcomes the world? The one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. The church foundation rests upon the revelation that Jesus is the Son of God, the Son of the living God. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7 to 10, But we have these treasures in jars of clay. We are the jars of clay. Sisidlan tayo, lalagyan tayo. At meron daw treasures sa atin. Okay? So to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us, we are afflicted in every way but not crushed. Perplexed but not driven to despair. Persecuted but not forsaken. Struck down but not destroyed. Always carrying in the body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our bodies. Now, listen to me very carefully. Tayo po yung jars of clay at merong treasure sa atin. Sino yung kayamanan na nasa buhay natin? Very good, si Jesus. Si Jesus yung kayamanan na nasa sa atin. Upang ang sabi ron, anumang bagay na maranasan natin at tayo man ay nagtatagumpay, ang kapangyarihan na siyang dahilan kaya tayo nagtatagumpay ay hindi dahil sa atin, kundi nandoon sa treasure na yun. At yun ay si Jesus. Kaya sabi rito ni Paul, we are afflicted in every way but not crushed. But na, sabi niya rito, perplex but not driven to despair. Persecuted but not forsaken. Struck down but not destroyed. Naku, pa rin ibig ko sabihin? Ang ibig sabihin ni Paul dito, may mga problema man tayong nararanasan sa buhay na ito. Bumabagsak man tayo, pero hindi tayo lugami. Alam niyo yung lugami? Ngay ko lang naisip yung salitang yon. <laughs> hindi tayo lubusan. Kumbaga, we are being knocked down but not knocked out. Kanyo? Lahat naman tayo may problema dito eh. Pero nakakatayo pa rin tayo. Because we have Jesus in our lives as our treasure. Amen? You know, ang ibig sabihin, no, ng verse 10, always carrying in the body in this jar. The body. Sabi, the, always carrying in the body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our bodies. The life of Jesus Christ is being manifested in our body. Yung buhay ni Kristo. That's why you know what Christianity is? Christianity is not a religion. 
Christianity is the very life of God in man. Kaya nung si Jesus ay nagkatawang tao, namatay man siya sa cross, pero siya ay nabuhay na muli. Okay? Kaya tayo ay nagkakaroon ng pagbabago sa buhay natin because the life of victory, the life of Jesus in us would enable us to be victorious in this life. It is being manifested. It is being revealed. Financially, you may be bankrupt, but exercise your faith because you have a treasure in your jar. And that is Jesus Christ. Because you are part of the church, ikaw yung tinubos ng Panginoon sa krus ng Kalbaryo. Meron tayong tagumpay na taglay-taglay sa ating buhay. Sabi ng 1 Corinthians 15, 57-58, But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord, your labor is not in vain. Church, hindi po masasaya ang lahat ng effort na ginagawa natin para sa Panginoon. Because we have a living God. He holds the church together in the palm of His hand. Mga kapatid, hindi lang tayo tinawag ng Diyos kay Kristo Yesus para magkaroon ng buhay na walang hanggan. God has called us to proclaim the excellencies of Him. May plano ang Panginoon na sa pamamagitan ng church may pahayag yung kanyang kaluwalatian. If in the Old Testament, God chose Israel and the purpose is so that they would display the glory of God and that there is only one God. In the same way today, we are the spiritual Israelites, God's people, the church, we are called by God to display the praises of Him who called you out of darkness into His marvelous light. Amen. We have a purpose to fulfill. We are not just a mere organization that exists for the sake of existence. We have the greatest message. We have the greatest mission because we have the greatest Messiah. The church holds the greatest message and mission that would transform people's life. And that message is none other than Jesus Christ in His gospel and our mission is to proclaim it. Amen. God is good. Hindi man tayo karapat-dapat. God chose us. Hindi natin siya pinili. Siya ang pumili sa atin. Let's bow our head. Father, we just thank you today. Truly, the more we realize that we are unworthy, the more we realize how worthy you are in our lives. There's nothing in us that we can boast about. Wala kaming pwedeng ipagmalaki sa iyo, Panginoon. Pero pinili mo kami. Dahil ikaw ay banal na Diyos. Dahil ikaw ay mapagmahal na Diyos. At ibinilang mo pa kami sa iyong church na may mandatong ipangaral ang kabutihan mo ang kamatayan mo at ang pagkabuhay na muli. Panginoon, gawin mo kaming involved sa iyong church sa pagpapalaganap ng iyong salita. Tulungan mo kaming maging bahagi ng communion of the saints so we can grow in our relationship with you, in our relationship with one another. The starting point of being part of the church is by receiving Jesus, our Messiah, the builder of the church. Unless you receive Christ in your heart and you receive what Jesus did on the cross, 
you will not be part of the spiritual church of Christ. Nakasalalay sa iyo at sa kalagayan ng iyong puso ang pagiging bahagi ng spiritual church ni Lord. Kung kayo ay naparito sa lugar na ito sa kauna-unahang pagkakataon o kaya ay nakapunta na kayo rito ng madalas, subalit alam ninyo sa puso ninyo, hindi mo niyo patotaling ibinigay ang inyong puso at buhay sa Panginoon, ibibigay ko po sa inyo ang pagkakataong ito. Handa po namin kayong ipanalangin kung nais niyong tanggapin si Jesus sa puso ninyo bilang inyong Panginoon at tagapagligtas. Pwede hubang itaas lang ninyo ang inyong kamay saan man po kayo nakaupo sa lugar na ito. Don't mind the person beside you. Taas lang po ninyo ang inyong kamay at kayo ay aming papanalangin. Wherever you are seated, lift up your hands. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I want more hands. Jesus died for all of us to give us eternal salvation. It's not a membership to victory. It is Christ's salvation in your life. Just lift up your hands right now. If you want to receive Him and offer your life to Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Last call. This is an opportunity for you. Only you can make this decision. The person beside you cannot make this decision for you. You need to come to Jesus Christ. Yes, thank you for those hands. The Lord see you. Pwede po bang yung mga nagtaas ng kamay, tumayo po kayo? Pagpipray ko lang po na namin kayo. Sige po kayo, Maya. This is the greatest decision that you are doing in your life. There's really nothing to be ashamed of. Just lift up your hands right now. As a sign of surrender, let's all bow down our head without looking around. Sabi niyo Panginoong Jesus, salamat po sa pag-ibig mo. Lumalapit ako sa iyo, tagpapakumbaba. Patawarin mo ako sa aking mga kasalanan. Linisin mo ako ng iyong balal na dugo. Tinatanggap kita sa aking puso bilang Panginoon at sariling tagapagligtas. Nananampalataya ako sa iyong ginawa sa krus at ikaw ay nabuhay na muli upang ako ay magkaroon ng buhay na walang hanggan. Salamat po. Ako ngayon ay anak ng Diyos at may kaligtasan at buhay Thank you for listening to one of our podcasts. We hope it blesses and inspires you to honor God and make disciples. For more messages like these or to access other resources, please visit victory.org.ph or download the Victory app for free on the iTunes Store or Google Play. If you would like to share a story of God's faithfulness in your life, please visit victory.org.ph slash my story.